You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Before we begin, we do want to kick things off with thanking New American Funding for being our 2020 show sponsor, now our 10th year on the air. It has been a great year with them as our partner and looking forward to the balance of 2020 with New American Funding. All right, Carol, kick us off. A good friend of ours returning to the show and a new guest to the show. It's going to be a fun conversation. This is going to be absolutely a blast. So welcome back to the show, Jeremy Crawford. He is the president and CEO with FMLS. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you. Joining Jeremy today, we have Jennifer Pino. She is the president of the Atlanta Realtors Association and vice president and managing broker of the Beckhead Office of Atlanta Fine Homes. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you both. I appreciate you making time to join us. Very quickly, I want to do quick sketches of your mutual organizations. Jeremy, our audience is obviously familiar with FMLS, but uh, for those listening for the first time, uh, give us a quick overview of what you guys do. We are the first multiple listing service in the greater Atlanta area. We're actually the first MLS in the nation, and we serve over 47,000 brokers and agents helping their buyers and sellers transact real estate on a daily basis. And we provide them product services and training to help them do their job functions. Great. And Jennifer, uh, although you're here representing two organizations, if you can quickly give us a snapshot of, of both. Sure. Well, the Atlanta Realtors Association is actually over 110 years old. We've got over 10,000 members and we're the largest local realtor association in the state of Georgia. And um, I'm delighted to represent them today. And I also work with Atlanta Fine Homes, Sotheby's International Realty. We are a boutique brokerage with four offices in Atlanta, but we have an amazing focus on luxury real estate and some of the most productive agents in the Atlanta area. Outstanding. Well, Jeremy, we are coming out of an absolute crazy spring and summer and headed into fall. I know that our traditional, you know, market activities were a little bit interrupted this year by COVID. You know, what's different this year? It's a great question. Normally, we're used to what we call the spring selling season, and that's just been historic. And unfortunately, with the COVID pandemic, that's pushed a little bit. So where we like to start to say the real estate market cools off in the fall, just like the temperature. Instead, it's as hot as ever. Not only that, August was the best history ever in FMLS's uh, tenure with the brokers and the agents. We transacted over 9,000 properties in the month of August of this year, which is up 12% from last year, which was a very healthy market as well. Sales volume was over $3 billion in the month of August, and that's 26% up from last year. And really what we saw is inventory is down and the showings were down here in April, May, but coming into June, we saw the market start to heat back up and push that season out. And while we were down in April, May, and June, we're now seeing that the market is catching up to last year in total 
And it has really been a very busy month for the brokers and agents out there in the Atlanta marketplace. And Atlanta right now is the third hardest, hottest real estate market in the nation. I'm surprised it's only third. Uh, It has been insane uh, how much fun it's been to watch that market uh, this year. Jennifer, uh, what's been the experience for your agents in this current marketplace as summer's ending versus, say, the typical end of a summer season? Well, we are, as Jeremy said, extremely busy and we are delighted to have all this business, uh, you know, pent up demand. A lot of it is due to, I would say, um, these astronomically low interest rates. It seems like for the last several years, we've been talking about low interest rates, but they truly are rock bottom. Like they really can't be lower. You know, a 30-year fixed conventional loan could be had for 2.8%. And because of that, you really have so many people wanting to buy. I think you've got people that were home during COVID that have been quarantined that have decided, you know, all those things we wanted to do to our house, you know, they're just not enough. We need more space. We want amenities. We want a pool. We want a Zoom room. We want Mm -hmm. areas to work and have the kids do schoolwork. So you have people really looking to make changes coupled with super low interest rates. And then, as Jeremy mentioned, a very um, lack of inventory has a really tight market, which has people kind of clamoring for these properties as they come onto the market. So our agents are very busy. It's definitely keeping them on their toes because they want to help their clients get these properties as soon as they hit the market. So it's actually, I mean, for those of us who love real estate, it's a lot of fun right now. Absolutely. And you're dead on with that Zoom room. It's that they want a Zoom room with a door. So, you know, I think what we've really found out, you know, the last six months or so is that technology is a blessing and a curse, right? And that really just depends on whether it's doing what you want it to do or whether it's not doing what you want it to do. So I guess on that subject, Jeremy, tell us, you know, what have you seen that's been really successful with agents surrounding technology? Well, I think the pandemic has actually had agents leapfrog technology in the current environment. We're used to traditional open houses coming over for snacks on a Sunday afternoon and being looky-loos at properties in, in the normal way of life. And in today's environment, no one is comfortable with that. And what we've seen is agents start to embrace things that we've provided to them, such as virtual open houses, virtual showings, virtual tours. We've added three different platforms to allow virtual showings, and they've also started using platforms not only that we offer like Remind Live, but Facebook Live has been a big ticketed item for doing virtual open houses. And at the same time, we provide CE accredited training. So the agents have to have so many hours per year to renew their license. Well, they're not coming traditionally in a classroom. We're providing that virtually now. So they're using virtual training classrooms through Zoom and through MindFlash. And what we've seen, interestingly enough, is in August, we issued 48% more CE credits than we did last year. And that's a testament because we did not have a single in-person open house. The agents have really embraced this Zoom environment that we're talking about today. And they're learning how to do things virtually. They're learning how to keep their sellers safe. And they're still moving the properties that are out there. It's been great for the agents to watch them use these new technology tools. And it's, it's funny you say that, Jeremy, because Carol and I have leveraged Zoom in different ways, and it's afforded us an opportunity to connect to a different reach of people by uh, doing uh, these interviews remotely. So I, I can understand the, the power of, of embracing this technology and leveraging it in important ways. 
Jennifer, shift to a discussion around some of the constraints that your agents are facing for both buyers and sellers. Well, the the tight inventory is the biggest constraint. I think along with that, there's a set of challenges that come like, you know, when sellers know that there is not a lot of inventory on the market, and let's say that there's multiple offers, well, then the sellers can sometimes be less willing to make repairs or less amenable to changes because they feel like there are going to be other buyers ready and waiting in the wings. And then and buyers, you know, sometimes they feel a lot of pressure because they may have to make a decision very quickly. And this is a huge decision for most people that they don't take lightly. So sometimes what we find is buyers may lose a contract or two until they finally get comfortable with the fact that they're going to have to make a decision quickly. It's a lot of extra work for agents, but it's an important process. And, you know, we really have to, to get both sides on board to get these contracts all the way to closing. Yeah, I just keep hearing of lots of multiple bid offers and how quickly houses are coming on the market and selling, you know, three and four days, sometimes yeah. even less. You know, it's not every house though. Some of the right. kind of basic fundamentals still apply. The house has to be in great shape, you know, it, so the condition is important. Price is still important. I mean, an overpriced listing is right. probably not going to sell as quickly. So we still have to use common sense. And, and that means often, talking sellers off the ledge like you know they think that they've won the lottery now that's not the case you know we still have to look at market data and we have to be able to justify the price of your house we're going to have to have it appraised for the bank there are certain fundamentals that are going to be there that that we have to pay attention to so Jeremy I imagine that some real estate agents out there are a little frustrated or struggling to get new listings just to keep the pipeline flowing what tips do you have for them to pick up additional listings one of the things that agents have done historically is farming in person. They have often gone into neighborhoods door to door to try to gather leads and listings. Well, what we offer them today with Remind is a great feature called a seller score. Remind takes artificial intelligence and goes out and scans the internet for all of your information. And they look at things like you did a baby registry at Amazon. Well, guess what? You might need more space. So what they do is they'll take a neighborhood and analyze those data points and give the agents a seller score to say, don't knock on those 30 homes, but maybe you knock on this one individual home to say, you know, congratulations, here's a baby gift, but would you like to upgrade your home and sell the home now? Because we could sell your home quickly and we provide the tools for them to give them a market analysis on that. So they're minimizing their physical contact, but they're using artificial intelligence to find out who might sell in a neighborhood for all those many factors that you have, some good, some bad, but that ends up giving you a seller score. So we provide that out as the member benefit to the agents. And that same platform is our transaction management platform. They show the seller score and they can go right into an agreement to list that property and then start to farm for that homeowner to buy a new property and hopefully reach out to Jennifer's office to see what they have in their inventory, if you will. So really encouraging using those technology platforms today to search and hunt for inventory because it's just not out there without doing a lot of legwork and now it's virtual. That's really cool. That's really about, you know, data mining and quality versus quantity. So you don't need to knock on all 30 doors. You just need to knock on those right two or three doors. Exactly. Interesting. So Jennifer, I would appreciate your perspective on this on these current interest rates. 
and how that's affecting buying and selling. Absolutely. Well, I mentioned before, we really have an all-time low. And what that means ultimately to the consumer is that they can save tens of thousands of dollars for the same purchase that they would have made last year at this time because those interest rates are lower. So it means that the consumer can afford more house for the same money as they would have spent last year when rates were one point higher in the upper threes. So it's just an absolute opportunity. And we are here as realtors to get the word out, to let buyers know that this is the right time to buy. And then also that's such an opportunity for sellers, you know, to let any seller know that's you know, thinking about listing, like Jeremy said, knocking on their door, letting them know that now's an incredible time to list. The pent-up demand, like I said, from COVID, this amazing time with rates where the buyers can afford more really does benefit the seller because there is a competitive market for their home. And they end up selling their house quicker and at an overall higher price because of that. So it's just a very dynamic and positive environment right now for real estate that we're all just happy to be a part of. And the signal from the Fed is these rates are going to stick around for a while too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank goodness. So yeah, if you list your house, you better be getting the boxes ready and start packing. That's for sure. (laughs) So Jeremy, obviously data is important to realtors. And I know that FMLS has worked really hard to be ahead of the technology curve. What else do you have that's available to agents to help them, you know, stay abreast? Yeah, consumers typically, yeah, consumers typically don't know a lot about the multiple listing service, but The key aspect for us is to provide the brokers and agents a wealth of data to be able to guide the consumer for making an offer or listing their home and what's the sweet price point and sitting on that data. Well, what we've found in the Southern Crescent area is we start to take Atlanta and expand towards middle Georgia. You know, Atlanta is growing geographically speaking. And so we don't consider Athens different that much in Atlanta anymore. And actually, we have a lot of referral business that goes into the middle Georgia market where you have a Warner Robins Air Force Base. So we've partnered with the middle Georgia MLS. And now FMLS members have access to all the data from the middle Georgia MLS. And the middle Georgia MLS has access to FMLS data in their native systems. So we've done that to try to create a referral network between the two markets as those are coming closer together and at the same time give them access to just more data. When We even expanded tax data. So now nationwide, our agents have access to tax data so they can look at data in Tennessee and in Alabama, or we know a lot of people are driving to Hilton Head. Well, the agents can look at properties in Hilton Head from a tax perspective for their potential buyers to hook them up with a secondary home that they can drive to because we know we're driving a little more these days than getting on a plane. And a lot of those secondary markets are available through the Remind platform to look at that tax data. Think you need 20% down to become a homeowner? Think again. What if you could buy a home without a down payment? That's right. New American Funding understands that saving for a down payment can be difficult. They have competitive loan programs that can get you into a new home. Their 100% FHA financing loan program makes getting into a new home with no down payment possible. Let one of their home loan professionals pre-qualify you. 
contact a new American funding loan officer today to find out more about these niche loan programs and start your home ownership journey. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. As we record this, we're still deep in the throes of this pandemic. Jennifer, I'd be curious as to your thoughts on uh, what's been the activity with new construction versus resales and how that's shaping uh, today's marketplace compared to, say, pre-COVID or in years past. Well, certainly this high buyer demand has caused a lot of activity in the marketplace. Like Jeremy said, we're having some of our biggest months of contracts ever in the history of Atlanta. So it's very exciting. But at the same time, you know, that low inventory, um, we'd be looking towards builders to start building that new inventory. But, you know, there's a little bit of an issue there. There's not a lot of land in the metro area that's ready to be developed, that's affordable. And the builder starts are just not like they were in previous years. So what we have is really also a, a rise in the cost of new construction because of all that demand. And so what we see is a lot more like luxury developments and a lot less of affordable developments happening. So resale is really where you get the most bang for your buck as a buyer. You know, you really have can afford a lot more right now buying a property that's existing than you can buying new. But you know, of course many people still want that new home. But like I said, it's really more prevalent right now in the luxury market. Yeah, it's been a really interesting year. I know Jeremy and Todd both know most of my clients are home builders in the Atlanta market and seeing homes literally just fly off the shelves. We're, I think, pending new home sales year over year up 19%. And the challenge is we're going to run out of lots. So whereas we may sell very strong through the rest of 2020, we've got to get some lots on the ground and get out in front of this. And the problem is it can take two years to get a subdivision permitted and through development in Atlanta. You know, And land to, prices are up. Everything correct. is up. So the construction costs are up. Land values are up. So it's, yep. um, and one of the problems I think we have overall in Atlanta is affordable inventory. Oh, so completely you know, that's, that's a challenge that we continue to face. Yeah. And lots of people are working on that issue. And it'll be interesting to see because it's going to take a you know, public-private partnership, you know, the go- working with the government to solve that and solve some of the zoning regulations that are preventing that in addition to the cost of land. So yeah, that's a topic that I'm uh, very passionate about and very interesting to watch the Atlanta region work through and figure out ways to solve. But I know, Jeremy, you have other opportunities. And this question, I'm, I'm very interested in hearing your complete answer to this question that you helped us queue up. But what other ways can agents earn alternative revenue in today's market by leveraging the FMLS? Well, just as you mentioned, if you want that new construction home, it might take longer, uh, longer to get the construction supplies, longer to find the lot. And then you need to bridge that gap. And then, and as we know, the office space realm is going to change. Some companies want to buy bigger buildings or lease bigger buildings. Some companies are going to downsize because they've gone to working remotely or a hybrid of that model. And so what we did at FMLS is to say, I know our agents need to move residential properties, but at the same time, 
We want to help them with rental properties. And so we've added in the support for commercial lease. So the same marketing opportunities we provide an agent for a residential for sale home, they now can do that with the commercial lease property type that we've added. So they can start reaching out to those corporate entities and work with them. And at the same time, residential rentals, we didn't have those last year. We added it. So now the agents can help their buyers find stopgap properties through FMLS using the rentals. But at the same time, they can work with property managers to get extra commissions by listing those rentals through FMLS. And interestingly enough, right after we had launched that, Zillow launched a new fee schedule for property managers. If they get a rental from FMLS, Zillow will list it for free. If they get it from a property manager, it's $2.63 per day that that one rental is active. And so the property managers can work with some of Jennifer's brokers and agents to put their rentals into FMLS. It saves the property managers money, gives them more marketing, more views on those listings. And then the agents can earn alternative revenue while they're out there hunting for inventory at the same time. So I think with our changing market and the changing world of leasing commercial space and rental space, it's good we have that available now to help our agents and brokers out and expand out there to what's beneficial for property managers. That is a fantastic tool. No kidding. Boy, Carol, every time this guy's on the show, he's always got some new stuff to talk about. Uh, <laughs> moving the he's ball keeping down. it relevant. <laughs> well, guys, sadly, we're running low on time. So uh, before we go, though, however, uh, Jeremy, I'll ask you first, uh, should anyone need to connect with you or learn more about FMLS? Where do they go? They can email me easily direct at jeremy at fmls.com and go to our website at fmls.com as well. Find all of our contact information. And also they can go to georgiaopenhouses.com so they can see what virtual open houses are out there right now attached to properties. If consumers are looking for that inventory, we host and publish that site to market the open houses that are out there, even if they're virtual to help our agents and brokers find those buyers out there and show what inventory is available. Outstanding. Jennifer, uh, how do people get in touch with you and learn about the work of the Atlanta Realtors Association as well as the Atlanta Fine Homes Sotheby's International Realty? Well, you can find the Atlanta Realtors Association online at atlantarealtors.com. And you can find me at Atlanta Fine Homes Sotheby's International Realty. You could also email me at jenniferpino at atlantafinehomes.com. All right, Jennifer Pino, the 2020 president of the Atlanta Realtor Association. She's also the vice president and managing broker of the Buckhead office of Atlanta Fine Homes, Sotheby's International Realty, and Jeremy Crawford, the president and CEO of FMLS. Jennifer, Jeremy, it was a great pleasure to have you both. Thanks for making time to join us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Pleasure was ours. All right, well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Kara Morgan, I am Todd Schneck. That's all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and we look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. 
Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.